You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G network. Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. And now, coming to the mic, Nikki and Brie Bella. This is the Bella's Podcast. Happy Wednesday, everyone. So we are going to open up with something we actually drank during our viewing of Dancing with the Stars, which is Krupp Brothers. Mm. Um, it's one of their really delicious Cabernets from, so they... I, I don't even know what. What she's trying to say is someone call a doctor. That's what it was. The, do- I'm the like, doctor what? was in the house. And it's the and really. Boy, did I feel cured. I know. It's the real popular one. So um, it was nice, oh gosh. bold, deliciousness. It was. It was. It's a beautiful red. It is. Actually, I have to say, I, I'm, I love a lot of Krupp Brothers wine. Krupp is amazing. If you guys haven't tried that vineyard, I suggest you try it. And they have a beautiful rosé. Yeah. Don't go to their tasting room downtown, Napa. Go out to the winery. To the winery and taste. And it's um, it's very old school wine tasting vibes, which I very. love. And it kind of fits, you know, this 007 night that oh, Dancing with the Stars does. had, doesn't Someone it? Someone call instead of a doctor, even James Bond. Even though I Bond. do have a bottle of champagne, even though we use it on Tasha. Of 007, a Bollinger. Yeah, I say. I do, but I'll save that. We'll All save right. it. So, Brie, question. Who would you have given a perfect 10 to on Monday night? Ooh, that's really tough. Um, I mean, it would definitely, for me, be between the three I feel like you always see who are at the top every week. Wayne Brady, Charlie, and Gabby. I mean, all three of them. I was blown away by their dances. I think I would actually give it to Whitney in... Wayne, just because the whole kind of theatric of it, the outfits, the dance moves, their facials, it was like the, it was sleek, sexy. I like the music. So mm-hmm. I get, you know, I'm going to give it to them. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely give my perfect 10 to Wayne and Whitney. They stole the show. They closed the night exactly how you want to close the night. He is blowing me away with his ballroom dancing, his form, the feeling. He's very elegant. Very elegant. I was disconnected from a lot of people. I felt like a lot of people were doing the moves, but I wasn't feeling the connection. You know what's interesting is you said that to me um, last night when we were texting through the show, and I didn't feel that. Yeah, so it's crazy how people can take in different things. But when I watched Wayne and Whitney, they drew me in, and I felt something, and I took something away from it. So they get my perfect 10. Okay, can Whitney just teach me how to flip my head like that? Oh, no. And just some of her looks. How she? Okay, she does this thing where she flips her head one way, but her hips move the other way. Nicole, it's she's so great. Thing. She's I like know. my favorite ever. I would actually like to interview her husband and be like, I mean, are you just like, damn, that's my way. But wouldn't you love to see like... Whitney and Daniela like do some dance together. Would that not just be the hottest thing? Oh, that actually would be. Yeah, great. I'd want to see that. I was bummed not to see Daniela again. I know. Bring her back. I know. That she was probably like, will be back this week. But I'll say this: you felt a little disconnected. I felt I actually loved the whole vibe of their James Bond theme. I think. It oh was, my god, I love that. I yeah, say, I said dances and I said moves. No, I know it was sexy, but I felt like everyone was getting into character, like. 
It's funny when people say James Bond, you're instantly like, dun, dun, like serious and sexy and how you move. Yeah. But I did really feel like everyone was getting to that character. Well, and I think too, it's really hard when you use that kind of music. There was a couple dances where I thought the music was so awful. I'm like, what am I and listening to? I am all to? about music. So it's just a disconnect for me. Okay, Bree. So who would you deduct points from? Okay, so one of my favorite dancers, and I've been really love watching them, is Trevor and Emma. But I was like, it was off for me last night. The music definitely gets deducted points. I I don't know what it was about the music, but I'm like, what just happened? This yeah. was, it was weird for me. Well, I felt like that too with Cheryl and Sam. That music, it oh just, my, that, that music was awful. And awful. I and I felt bad because I he they did incredible things, but the dance didn't match the music for me. I don't know. I was like, wait, what just happened? I think that's where you felt disconnected. That's what was my first text of like, I don't know. And I love them, so I always feel bad when I say I'm not feeling something. I'm oh. like, oh great. Trust me, they walk away and they feel the same no, thing. No, I know. And then whose stock do you think is going up? Well, I have to say actually Heidi and Artem. That's she continues to improve every week, and I'm not just being biased. A lot of people were saying that on social media. The judges said that. Yep. I'm telling you, I think she'll be in the top four. I think she'll make it to the finals, but she did incredible. So Artem she did incredible. To me, she has a lot of growth and every time the judges give her something to work on, she works on it and nails it the yeah. next week. Another person is Daniel Durant and Brit. I actually feel like I see growth in him too. Yeah. And um, I feel like he gets more daring each week with his dances and he nails it. Yeah. I so agree. he's like someone I'm like, okay, you, his stock is going up. Brie, would you have sent Cheryl Ladd home or someone else? No, I would have sent Cheryl Ladd home. Yeah. And I feel bad because I will say her, she ended on a high. Her dance, the whole, she nailed it with By the, the way, jewelry. her age, every, what is she, 70? I mean, that is incredible that she can do what she does. And exactly. I hate putting an age on it. But hey, I'm about to be 39 and I'm feeling rusty and like things are difficult. Like, And she's she, elegant and she graceful. Is so elegant. I mean, I'm not even that elegant and graceful. Yeah. Her dance, I actually will say, I was like, wow, this was really good. But when you look at everyone else, you do have to eliminate someone. I, I thought that was the right yeah. elimination. And for Disney week next week, who do you just, let's make a prediction. Who do you think will be on the bottom two? And who do you think will be on the top two? I mean, I definitely think Sam is Sam and Vinny are going to be on the bottom. I two. know I do I too. I feel bad, but Vinny and I, you know what? He's just not growing. He's not but growing. He's like, you could tell really wants to try, even though and people I really are writing like everywhere. And I need to go back and look that he looked disappointed that he was saved. And I'm like, really? I don't know. I got to go back and look at that. Really? I know. I feel like he really wants to be there. No, he for sure does. But yeah. it also could be really hard. We don't know. Um, like, it's very hard. Yeah. What and he's when you're, going through. And like poor Jesse Decker. I mean, she just can't get anything great from the judges. And I feel so bad for her because you see when they get so defeated. And I'm like, someone literally tweeted and they go, Jesse Decker's getting that Nikki Bella treatment from her season. And, you know, it, it does get defeating when you're trying so hard and you're like, well, I felt like that was a good performance. But I thought hers was great last night, didn't you? Yeah, but she, the judges, I know. you know, didn't I? I thought she did great. I, was a, I wasn't expecting the I judges like to judge her that way. I felt like she has grown every week. Me like too. she really has. And she was dipped in gold. I mean, she came out. She went all um, in. But real quick, before we move on, um, Alan and Peta's dance, just Peta. I mean, seeing, I know. you know. I know. I think I um I was the one who didn't I FaceTime you, you during yeah, it? Yeah. You were just like Peter, oh my gosh. The way she moved all of them. Can we just do a one on one well, so I, mean, I can move like that? I love having life? the old team back as far as production because those openers are what we all miss so much about dancing with the stars. Those are the openers we need. Right. Because you get that many amazing dancers in a room, give it to us. We want it. I, it is definitely, I think dancing with the stars in the last couple of years has missed that. Yeah. I mean, for me, there's nothing more fun than seeing pros dance with pros because you're watching something yeah. that just seems so special right. and magical. And not everyone can go on the tour. And those, right. And all those big openings yeah. get you so excited for the show. So excited. And I'm very excited that Emma will be co-hosting the tour. I know that she's been wanting to get into the hosting industry for a while. And that's like a dream of hers is to host a show. So I'm excited that she's going to be able to do that. Well, after meeting her at your wedding, I will say her personality and she's funny, so bubbly, yeah. so sweet. So she's going to be a great host. She's going to be a great host. You know, they didn't ask Artem to be on tour. Really? Yeah. It's you very know, shocking. Yeah. But 
Things happen for a reason. I think he'll be very missed. Oh, things definitely happen for a reason. Um, That's another update we have, which has been a very, very tough week. I had a meeting with Mateo's school, and I've kind of recognized this, and I didn't know it was as big as an issue as it is, but uh, Mateo isn't speaking where a two-year-old is expected to speak at. And I've always noticed that Mateo just kind of has his own language, and I thought that was okay. So I would say his words back to him, and, and I just never saw it as a red flag. But when you're in a classroom with 10 other kids and they're all speaking, it becomes that way to the teacher. So they had like this really long meeting with me and just said that, like, I have to take him now to three specialists. I have to get his brain scanned. And we just went deep into things like my world got rocked on Thursday, rocked. And I left there and I was staying so strong in the meeting because I was just trying to absorb everything that was being thrown at me. Right. And it's funny because as I'm walking by, I run into Bree, who is picking up her kids. I became emotional wreck when I got in my car because I just sit there and I'm like, what, what just happened? But then you, you're like, is my son okay? Right. You know? Well, it was weird because like, you know, I thought, oh, your meeting's going to be 30 (laughs) minutes. We all have a meeting about our kids and like, oh, okay, they're quick. And when I kept texting you and texting and like almost two hours went by and then I see your car still at school, I was like, oh my, I instantly like got this weird feeling in my stomach. Like, yeah. It wasn't just like a simple meeting. Right. Something well, was going on. Yeah. And it's hard because like, I just feel like there's been a lot of, you know, hard moments that, you know, I look back, okay, when I was pregnant, there was a speck in his heart. And so we were worried about him then. And then when I nursed, Mateo would get almost what would look like seizures, but they weren't seizures. And so we had worries there and we went to doctors. And then I remember we had to get his hearing checked and he came out that he wasn't deaf because then that was the thing I was thinking of the other night. Like, Maybe Mateo isn't listening fully and then not speaking because maybe he's deaf and he needs to get retested. But I'm not going to lie. You put on Coco Melon, he hears that, he runs. So he hears it. I've been up every night crying on my hands and knees, begging Jesus, please, please don't let anything happen to my son. Whatever it is he has, just give it to me. Let me fight it. Please, Jesus, like, just don't. Like, I can't. Like, my soul can't handle this. Like, and it's been hard too because I've been doing all this on my own. I've been calling doctors and going these places and, and the worries. And I've been, I had a tutor over yesterday to monitor Mateo. And, and this is the thing that's been amazing about Mateo is he does things that a four-year-old does when it comes to numbers. So people get stumped because they're like, there's something where he's drawn in straight lines and he will see numbers and he'll tell you what they are. So, last, so when we're watching Dance with the Stars and the judges put their signs up, he goes, eight, seven. So nine. I mean, that's incredible. So he could be two. And we talked about this. Like he could be at genius level and just a tutor will help him. Maybe his brain is working so fast that his words can't keep up or what he wants to say. So maybe someone one-on-one will help that. It will. And I have realized that Mateo is very much like a hummingbird. And it was nice because I connected with this one mom and her daughter was the same. Her daughter didn't really talk till three. When she was pregnant, there was a speck in her heart. You know, when they find a speck in the baby's heart, they'll come to you and they're like, so they can possibly have Down syndrome. They can possibly have all these other things. And she was the same. Now, I've always thought dairy's affected Mateo and Artem feels differently. And my doctor did too. But she told me her daughter was affected by dairy. And all of a sudden, her Mateo had all these same things. So we're both on this mission to find out that there has to be something to do with the speck that you find in one of your ultrasounds. And I don't know if maybe it it does cause later development. Like I've been Googling so much. I've been such a hot mess. I just can't sleep. And what I hate is I call these specialists and doctors and everyone's like, yeah, okay. So we're on a wait list. We could see you in a month, month and a half. And I'm like, I'm telling you what's wrong with my son. Let me please. Like I want to know now. Well, what what I'll say is at least he's going to take these tests. And you don't want to like stress yourself out, which... We all know when you're a mother, and even if you're not a mom, and you just, and it's hard not to think of the worst, right? Right. To go in that dark rabbit hole. But, you know, just the power of prayer and just, you know, try to find as less stress as you can until you find the answers. Yeah. Because everything might come back perfectly normal, and then you just stress yourself out and overwhelm yourself and overwork yourself for no reason. No, it's true. And, you know, my faith is what's gotten me through the lonely nights and like the nights of staying strong. But, you know, our upcoming guest, Leanne Rhymes, you know, we got an interview a few weeks ago. So the interview you guys are about to hear is a few weeks old, but 
her story is incredible. And so I went back to listen to her CD because I just remembered everything she said. And look, I'm going to get emotional. She has a song up that's become very popular since we've talked to her of how much a heart can hold. And it's like, I, I felt that, you know, like when I fell to my knees and I was just praying to Jesus, I was just like, how much can my soul take in this life? Like, well, when you text me this morning, you go, my soul is so tired. And it's it made true. me really sad. Yeah. That. And I just, I'm your sister. So I wish I could change it all for you. Right. right. And I think like so many people, we always want to take on everyone else's burden. So they're not, you know, feeling yeah. like they're sinking and drowning. So it made me sad when I read that. Yeah. Cause sometimes I think we'll automatically look at someone and assume they're sad or they're depressed. And what I've realized now going through this and how my past weekend's been, because also fans are like, she wasn't as active watching Dance of the Stars. It's like, I had a tutor here. I had all these things that I had to do for Mateo. That is my last priority. And I still made sure to support, but like no one knows what you're going through right at right, home. Right. But what I've realized through this is sometimes maybe you just have to look at someone and go, their soul might be tired. Like, what are they going through? And that's what I've realized. And I was like getting, then you kind of get angry because I go, I've gone through so much this lifetime. What I've gone through is, you know, a child and what I overcame and what I've overcome as a woman in a male dominated industry and so on and so on. I'm like, why couldn't like motherhood be easy for me? Like, this is all I've ever wanted. And now you're throwing this at me that I have to go conquer and I just started to feel so tired. Like, but it's true. When, when they do say I get a rest? You God know? gives you what you can handle. Right. But it, it's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. I, I like, I used to say like, I feel like I'm drowning. That's beyond. Yeah. Well, I'm, Nana called me this morning and was like, how can I help Nicole? And you guys are grandmothers 90 years old and she can't leave the town she's in. But she's like, how can I help? Oh. And I'm like, Nana, it is so sweet, but there's nothing we could do except pray now. Yeah. She, I was like so blessed that I just have the world's greatest grandma. I mean, oh my gosh, I just can't imagine life without her. But she told me, she goes, you know, I stopped watching TV. It was just really consuming me. So I'm praying even more now. And I feel like <laughs> I am really good with God. So she told me anything that you want, you know, me to pray for, just tell me because I am talking to him a lot lately. <laughs> no, she and goes, I was kind of binging. And I'm like, Nana, it's okay to binge. I mean, you're here and there. Yeah. yeah. Like you can binge, but yeah, isn't that cute? She's like, no, I, I am done with television. Yeah. Which is, you know, but I, I will say, Nicole, I'm someone who gets to see you every day and we live life together. We do life together. We are moms together. Um, why we need to build our compound so everyone can just be under one roof. Um, you're doing a really good job. Well, thank and you. I that see from morning to night how much you do for Mateo, the worrying, the constant running around like you're his Uber driver, which is amazing. And I just want you to know you're right. doing a really good job. And I know at times it's really hard when life throws things at us, but um, you're really rolling with the punches. And it's thank you. Just know that. Well, and it's hard in these moments not to feel like you have failed as a mother. And, and it's even the teacher, they were like, it's not. This isn't about you and what you've taught him. It's about the development. And then what made me so sad was they're like, we could just tell that once Mateo gets into your arms, he feels relieved. Like he knows he's in a safe place. It made me so emotional because I have sacrificed for my baby and I am his safe place, you know? And then it just makes me feel like, look, I'm going to cry that something's wrong with him. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah when they felt relief, it's like, oh shit, like, is there something wrong? Because when he gets in his mom's arms, he feels fine. But something that I did think was so cute was they said how Buddy protects him at yeah. school and Buddy, and that Buddy can communicate with him without words. And Bree and I were at the pool this past weekend because here in Napa Valley, it's harvest and we're doing fun festival stuff. And they were like, I know you want me to say, you're so cute. It was cute because we were at the pool and Teo and Buddy were both in the water on the step and Teo was cold and he looks over at Buddy and he touches Buddy and then Buddy looks at him and goes, I know, Teo, it's cold. And then Teo was doing like and the then shiver to him. Teo starts to like shiver. But what we've realized and the teachers realize this is that Buddy and Mateo have a very close relationship, close bond, but it's without words. So Buddy, even though Buddy speaks, and has a lot of words with Teo, he doesn't need any. And a lot of times when Teo looks at him and touches him and whatever, Buddy will talk to Mateo yeah. with words. And like, even like she said, how they'll go sit and read, Buddy will grab the book, sit down with him, 
flip through the pages. And that's at school. They and that's do that at without school. anyone with around. No one around. They will like touch each other. They just, they fully communicate without even saying actual English words. Right. And <laughs> that's the He'll tr- mimic sometimes. Teo, Teo has his own language and I have, you know, known that. And that's what the tutor immediately picked up on. It was like, it's just his own language. But Buddy's the only one that really gets it. Yeah. And knows it. And I, mean, I do. To the I point know the feeling of and I sometimes will ask Buddy. We do. So what did Teo say? I go. Buddy will know. Yeah. Well, Teo, when I would pick him up from school, we'd get in the car. He'd always say, bye-bye, yo-yo. When we'd be walking away from school, bye-bye, yo-yo, bye-bye. And I'm like, oh, I wonder, is a teacher yo-yo? Who's yo-yo? So I asked Buddy one day. I go, Buddy, who's yo-yo at school? And he goes, Teo. Yo-yo. Teo. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So Mateo's probably saying bye-bye, like he's saying bye to everyone because they kept saying he doesn't know his name, but Teo gets called Teo, Tay-Tay, Mateo, I call him monkey baby. Like he hears a lot. (laughs) So I think he's just like, look, we're going to settle with yo-yo and that's it. I mean, it's, yeah, when you actually think about that, how confusing for kids, we like have their full names, nicknames, baby names. Like if you think about that is a little confusing. It is confusing. I I agree. But But Mateo, I will say this. And because I see him every day, he is so happy. He is such a happy, they beautiful life. He is. I mean, mm-hmm. and I will say, I I watch him with things. I just think he has an extremely brilliant mind. He does. I I agree with you, Bree. I I truly feel it in my heart. And whatever it is, we're gonna get through it. And he's gonna be stronger and smarter for it. And it's just you know more work for me. But hey, I brought him to this world and I will do whatever it takes and he's first and that's that. And, um, yeah. And I got to say, uh, with our upcoming guests, that album, God's work, I listened, I listened the whole thing yesterday because I felt like it's what I needed. And you guys have to hear this. Her words are amazing. We didn't get her as long as we wanted. We all had a heart out. I could have talked to her for hours. I could have too. It was just incredible. And I have to say, um, the first song on her album, Spaceship, you're going to be obsessed. I need to listen. We were all focused on all the other songs, right? Before we talked to her. Mm-hmm. We were, we because we we're like, oh, this one and this one. Yeah. And it is crazy to see what the world has been drawn to since her albums dropped. And I, I'm like, yeah, it's pretty powerful stuff. I love it. Well, you're all about to be inspired the way Nikki and I were after we talked to her. So up next, we are so excited to have on our podcast, Leanne Rhymes. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh, yeah. And you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. 
When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French Vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. Well, Leanne, welcome to the Bella's podcast. Yes, thank you. So very excited to have you. Thank you very much. So Bree and I, at the beginning of 2022, we said that we really wanted to use this platform to bring on strong, empowering, and inspiring women, which that is you. So we're very happy to have you here today. Thank you very much. And the first few questions I want to start with is, how have you taken charge of your own career? And have allowed yourself to grow and not just be what an industry expects you to be. Oh, <laughs> it's um, a deep one. It's a deep, deep one. one. <laughs> well, it all started right when I, I, I think I, I cultivated my rebellious streak very early on in my life. You know, it's inter- interesting because I started out in, in, in country music and 
then I had How Do I Live that crossed over and, you know, in a very, in a time where the genre was very, um, the lines were very drawn, you know, in, in the genres and you really weren't supposed to cross them. And it wasn't intentional. It just kind of happened that way. And I was so young. You know, I, it was interesting. It was like people were so enamored by the fact that I was young and I had this big voice. And then when I crossed over, it's, it kind of felt like I was a bit of an outcast for a while. And I tried to I tried to fit in the box again and it worked for a moment and then I realized like I wasn't being true to myself in my mid 20s and you know music for me has always been genreless like it's just I I can sing everything and I like doing everything and you know now the genres are very the lines are very blurred and you know what was kind of what what I got my hand slapped for back in the day is now celebrated and I think that's just a you know evolution of of our society and our you know our our music industry and but I think that rebellious streak it's really interesting I used to think because it definitely got me into trouble a few times um, <laughs> but I, I think it's really been good an trouble ass- good trouble yes it's been an asset really I've 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 learned even just over the past maybe year to really celebrate that part of myself and appreciate that and yeah I think that that's really what got me through. I just I, I honestly at some point just wanted to start not not having to keep up a facade. I didn't want to be Leanne Rhymes and then, you know, Leanne. I wanted to I didn't want to be split anymore. And at some point I just started reclaiming like all of these parts of myself I'd split off from and becoming whole again. And so, you know, what you see is what you get with me and and um, you know, it's uh it's wonderful to be in that in that place and I think my my grit and my fight and you know all of that has been such an asset in in this business and in my life and as a woman in this world. So yeah, I'm in a I'm in a really good place and um I think you know all the things that all the things we're told not to be, you know, as women we're taught to be to be small and in many ways and you know to be quieter and you know for me especially on this new album like there's a many thing but quiet and uh, I yeah. feel like this album is such a, a coming out for me in so many ways because I'm you know on this album I tackle topics like sex and religion and questioning you know the big questions of life and it really it really felt like I kind of settled into myself um, on this album so it's taken all of 40 years to get there but I'm there and I feels yeah. it feels really good yeah that's beautiful that. I mean, do you remember the moment or where you were at when you thought, like, I need to do this album? I need to create God's work and these very inspiring, (laughs) powerful songs? I don't know how God's work came through as as the title. I, you know, my process, I I really, I I have my phone with me at all times and I write down topics and titles, you know, and it it really comes from just observing life um, conversations um, words that pop out to me that I think are interesting and I write them down and then when we go to start writing a record I, I write everything down on a whiteboard and um, when I wrote everything down on this for this record I I realized that it looked like I was really questioning like I said the big questions of life and and exploring the duality of life and the duality of our, our nature as human beings and you know how within this life we've been kind of told that our humanity is our downfall and reclaiming my humanity fully and then also recognizing that we are incredibly holy beings at the same time so it's really this dichotomy and duality that I'm I explore on this album and it it seemed like God's work was everything kind of fell under that umbrella like if we're talking about you know the light and the dark of creation everything kind of falls under the title of God's work and Mm. you know I was raised Southern Baptist as a as a child and kind of ran the complete opposite direction of that. And so this really was kind of a reclamation of the word God for myself. Um, I know that can be a very, very polarizing word for some people. You know, I knew it was going to be polarizing, very much a choice in titling, you know, the album God's Work. But I wanted people as they listen to this record to be able to reclaim the humanity that we've so been told is so sinful and that's our, our greatest downfall. And I I think the spirituality of this life is is based very deeply in our our human experience. So mm-hmm. um I've learned as a creator to 
to write and create what I'm being asked to write, what's coming through, and then not question it till later, um, which is a very, that's like a muscle that has to be trained because it's so easy mm-hmm. for us to judge what's coming through and be like, I, why am I writing this? And there's so many times where I was, I did question that, like, why, why is this coming through me at this moment in time? And it just felt like it was part of my evolution. So yeah, there, it was a, it was a big album to take on. And I, you know, we, we wrote some of it in 2019 and then started writing right before the pandemic again. And then I think our collective experience through the pandemic really inspired the, um, the work on this record. You know, we, we dive into the gamut of human emotion, you know, from grief to rage to hopelessness to hopefulness, um, joy, you know, it's, it's all on there. I, I like to say we, we break your heart and, and heal it all in one breath. So um, it is a really, this whole album takes you on a ride from front to back for sure. Wow. You know, I love that. You know, it's, it's funny you say all that because I had this session with my life coach the other day and she was like, Brie, I've been getting people calling in and asking to have a session with me because they listen to your podcast <laughs> and they can tell you've been doing the work spiritually mm-hmm. and like you've changed. And she's like, they want to go through the same process. Mm-hmm. They need it. So I love that you say all that because I feel like people will listen to your album. And I mean, congratulations on celebrating 25 years Thanks. as a recording artist. <laughs> yeah. That's huge. Yeah, it's crazy. But I do. It gives me goosebumps when I think of all your fans and even more than that. You know, they've been on this long journey with you and they get to listen to this album and it's going to be different. And they're going to feel like you said what comes through mm-hmm. and we're very spiritual so you just saying that like hit a heartstring and I think that's really powerful you know we've all grown up together like and mm-hmm. we've all grown gone through you know this life journey together and I think so many of us are are questioning this patriarchal society and um are these systems working and clearly they're not and so you know how do we create a, a better world you know I think that's what this album explores and yeah, I think we're we're all on a very similar journey. And so I know when I write my truth, it's not just mine. Like it's so many people's, you know, and that's what's so beautiful is, you know, I, I do look through a very personal lens when I write, but I really do feel like this album is so inclusive. And so, you know, I, with God's work, I don't know if people know what they're going to get. I mean, we start out the <laughs> album with this cold, you know, I'm, I'm basically having it out with God on the song Spaceship. And we, it's like I'm talking about aliens and Spaceship and God on the same breath because all <laughs> I all think it falls under. It's like it's it's all part of it. And so I do think that if whatever you're looking for, you will find on this album. And there is something for everyone on this record. The title can be a bit deceiving of what this album really is about. And it, it very much encompasses what I think people might expect from it but there's a lot of there's a lot of layers to it I guess which I love and you know I think what's so important about it especially because by the way happy birthday I know you just recently turned 40 and Brie and I are shortly behind you we're about to be 39 in November but what I think is especially women our age when you look back at what we did in our 20s, it was a different time and it wasn't accepted and we got judged and we got shamed and we got all these things. And that's why I think it's so important because it was like within these 20 years is when women really started to get their voice and things that women do now, they're celebrated, but we were all doing it back in our 20s and we weren't being celebrated for it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I love about this album. And when I was reading it and Brie and I were in the car earlier and we were listening, Mm -hmm. we were downloading them all and I was like, this is so important because so many of us, like we were just ahead of the time and we were doing what we wanted, you know, women to be able to do and all that and, and not be shamed for. And so I, I'm really excited to hear the rest of it Thank and you. just dive deep. We were listening to, which one were you listening to earlier? Aware, Awakeness. Awakening. Wow. Yeah. Awakening. Awakening. Um, yeah. Is, uh, yeah, that, that's a that's an explosion <laughs> that song mm-hmm. um it's so powerful and to me you know awakening such a buzzword right now and it can have a bit of a negative connotation for some people um but for me awakening was really you know i think we go through m- multiple awakenings in our lives and usually that yeah. encompasses at least for me it has you know a lot of depressive 
experiences and about after you know the second or third one you're like oh this is a cycle that happens and you're like you finally kind of surrender to the to the process and know that on the other side like there's this new level of wisdom and for me a deeper connection with my inner voice and my my connection with with creation and you know I think we all you know up into the age of about six or seven we all have this we like we just came out of the womb like we're we're more connected to the other side than we are to this like earthly earthling life that's that we're living then we start to have all of these you know external you know societal parental voices that really start to shape who we are and we start to lose sight of that voice inside of us and for me these last like 10 years have really been about coming back into connection with me and so I think that's what that song points towards. It's it's the surrendering to the process of of every awakening, um, which is not easy to do, and then really finding the drive from the inside out instead of the external validation. So that's what I feel like. That's where I'm at at forty, where it's you know, how does this make me feel? What are my values? What do I? What drives me from inside? And it's that's a really, really hard journey to be on in this society because, you know, what is what we consider normal? I love I'm listening to this book right now by do you know Gabor Mate? Oh, my God. You must know Gabor Mate. Um, He has a book that just came out yesterday called The Myth of Normal. And the first like couple chapters, I'm just like bawling. Um, But it is about how, like, you know, as a society, we've normalized the abnormal and you know, when you start to question these things and start to awaken to what, who you really are inside, it, you recognize like how abnormal, like, you know, the hustle and the the beauty standards and, you know, um, what we consider quote unquote healthy is so unhealthy. And, you know, to unwind and to, you know, really reprogram ourselves to be, like I said, driven from the inside out, like you really have to you really have to be able to kind of stand on your own and be like, mm-hmm. you know, it can be a lonely existence. But what I what I'm finding and especially with, through this record is like, is there so many people, like I said, on this journey along with me? And so it, you start to feel less alone because you start to find your people. And yeah. so, you know, I think that's what this album is like a big call to. And, and I'm finding as I've, I've created this record, like the people that kind of come out of the woodwork to go, Oh, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm in the same place as like you guys were saying, it's just such a beautiful, you start to create a new community of people that um, are on the same journey. Yeah. I love that. And when, when I was listening to awakening, I felt when you said surrender, that's, I felt that my soul just naturally felt like it was surrendering. Remember I looked at you and I go, Mm -hmm. I feel like, I'm at like meditation camp right now. Like, <laughs> it was weird. My my body was just, it got, my soul got into it I like love so it. quickly. Yeah, you know, it's been um, so cool yeah. live. We've been performing some of these songs. We've been performing God's work in the wild, which is crazy because, you know, the wild is, you know, the first line is the persecution of the woman's gone on for too fucking long. And to, <laughs> to, to say that live in concert at some of these places we play, people just kind of sit there like, uh. <laughs> and then by the <laughs> end of it, I there's these women like bawling in the crowd and no. they can't stop clapping by the end of it because it was just mm. there's these messages and these these grooves that we worked with like they're so ancient and primal and they live in us and so to play new yeah. music that people don't even know but they it feels like I just played a hit song that they've known forever it's so powerful and I think speaks to the messages of this record and the sound of this record it is important. Like this is a an important mm-hmm. record, and I'm, you know, I'm at the point in my career where it, it's important for me to leave behind um, music like this in the world. Yeah, I love it. Why well, to say when artists just sing from their heart and give us those lyrics from the heart it's just like crazy how as a person you get drawn right into it like even hearing you talk I've had chills like five or six <laughs> times. More with Leanne Rhymes when we come back. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and 
producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut. And (laughs) in our eyes, usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. That is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. We always end our podcast for our listeners with inspiration affirmation. You've already given us so much, but if there's something that you could leave us with, like... Oh my gosh. A quote, a motto. This is the first thing that comes to mind, and so I always trust what, what does. There's actually a quote from the book, The Scarlet Letter, and it is, uh, she had not known the weight until she felt the freedom. And um, I think that, yeah, I think that, um, like, when I think of songs like The Wild, um, which I, so for The Wild, I wrote... Um, that was reading a book called um, Mary Magdalene Revealed and there's a poem from uh, that she refers to in the book uh, called uh, Thunder Perfect Mind and in the, the poem it's uh, she's reclaiming all of her the dualities of who she is um, and uh, one of the, the lines is uh, I am the holy woman and the whore and that's where that song was written from and uh mm-hmm. I think as a woman, it's like, yeah, I mean, and the, the line in the song is, you, yeah, she can't claim the lover without claiming the whore. And I I think that that, you know, really encompasses, a, you know, even that, that quote of um, she had not known the weight until she felt the freedom. So I think there's so much freedom. I think mm-hmm. that if anything drives my life, it's like, how do I, how do I free myself even more, you know, from where I'm at now? So I think that's kind of my life's journey for sure. Wow. That's amazing. It, there's nothing like when you're free. Yeah. When and, you have that feeling. and there's so many places I'm not and so many places I am. And that's, you mm-hmm. know, it's like I'm always looking for the places that I've yet to free myself and finding ways to do that for sure. Amen to that. Well, that's <laughs> a beautiful thing. And like you said, when you live in your truth and you can speak your truth, it's like nothing else can get you. No. Like yeah. everyone else can just kind of fuck off. Yeah. So I mean, that's the thing. Place. Like it can only hurt you if you, you know, if you've, if you still have that kind of perception about yourself and, and, you know, one of the things I've, I've learned from being projected upon being in the public eye for so long is, you know, it, there was a one day that I remember realizing that it was like people's judgment of me has nothing to do with me. And the only way that it affects me is if I'm, if I have that same judgment about myself. And so every time something hits me, it's like, Ooh, that's not them. That's me. You know, that it's like I look to where I'm still I'm still judging myself in that way and not giving yeah. myself grace. And so um, that's one of the biggest lessons that kind of like I think saved me mentally at, at mm-hmm. one point um, and really changed my life for sure. Yeah, I, I love that. For me, it was like I always felt like I'd be misunderstood. 
And yeah. that was always something that would be so heavy on me. I'm like, they're not understanding me Absolutely. or my decisions or what I've done. And I think that's hard on a lot of us who live in the public eye mm-hmm. is that feeling of being misunderstood. Oh, absolutely. I still f- I still feel that way. And especially yeah. with something like God's work and you're like, oh, oh, God, no pun intended. But it's like, <laughs> uh, you know, it's uh, you have to be willing to, you know, to not be liked um, and yeah. to to be polarizing at times in mm-hmm. order to express yourself. And um yeah, the more comfortable we get with that, the freer we become because you're not going to be understood mm-hmm. by, every, by everyone. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, right. we're all just in different places. And, you know, if we can come to each other with compassion and, you know, understand each other's differences or accept each other's differences, um, which we seem to have a long way to go in the society with that one, um, mm-hmm. you know, we can we can extend love to each other because we are so connected as beings. And then... You know, we don't have to agree, but we can still we can still be loving. So. Yes. Loving. That is so true. I love that. Well, Leanne, thank you so much yeah. for coming on our podcast. Thank you. This is really special. Yeah, thank you. It was so nice yes. to meet both of you. Yeah, you, you as too. well. Well, hopefully our paths cross. Yes, sometime, I would love somewhere. that. I would love to hug we you one day. Some wine. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. hugs and wine sound good. Please. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Thank uh, you. Thank you, ladies. Wow. Thank you so much, Leanne Rhymes, for coming on our podcast, inspiring us and always touching us with just such beautiful music. So please go get now Leanne Rhymes' new album, God's Work. And you can also check out her tour dates at leannerhymes.com. And please make sure to call the Bellas podcast hotline and leave us a message at 855-3-BELLAS. Um, we love hearing your voicemails and we are going to get to a bunch soon. Also, you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. So just go check out the Bellas podcast. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost.